Hey guys, welcome in. My name is Stephanie. And my name is Maggie. We're doing a podcast called Your Favorite Failures. And our podcast is about us and our life. Um, We're two almost divorced lesbians in life. And this is our journey on how we got here. It's messy, but we're here. A lot of accountability, a lot of self-forgiveness. And that's... Learning. A lot of learning. A lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. But ultimately, we're human and we're owning our actions and we're taking accountability for them. And this is a place that we can do it. It's our safe place. Yes. Our safe space. Thank you for listening. Always. Yeah, so me and my ex had a YouTube channel together. Um, Mags, you mentioned a few times that you would get your friend Jill to. Look at my Instagram, and I'm pretty sure I had my YouTube link. You did have my bio and my Instagram. You did. So is that how you found it? I would just look up your Instagram page, and the only thing I could see was like you would you posted a lot. I think if I remember correctly, you posted a lot. Not on Instagram. Really? I rarely use Instagram. Well, the one thing that I did see was your YouTube channel. And then when I pressed on that link, that your link was in your bio. When I pressed on that link, I was brought back like 10 years. And I was kind of freaked out. But then I ended up watching all your videos. and Okay, because you told <laughs> me you didn't watch all of them. I mean, I didn't at Just first. Just a couple. Just a couple. Well, I mean, you didn't have too many on there, but I did end up watching almost all of them. Not through and through, mm-hmm. but I watched most of them. And I just kind of got really sad, and I wanted to reach out to you. And so I did on Instagram. And that's kind of where it all started again, all over, is when I reached out to you in December. So what I'll say is... Kind of how you touched on how you thought of me a lot. It was the same for me. Like, I would have dreams about you. Mm-hmm. I was constantly wondering where you were in life, what you were doing. I remember one time I would... I was doing something... I looking at my block list on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I had you blocked on Facebook. It was just... I don't remember why I had you blocked there, but I did. Yeah. And I noticed your last name had changed. Yeah. And I got that sinking feeling in my heart. Like, damn, she's gone now. Yeah. She's married and moved on, so. Yeah. Um, You reached out in December. I think you had sent that message on Instagram. It was. The day before. What did you say? Um, I said something like, I, I felt like I tried to keep it as, like, as much on a friend level as mm-hmm. I could. Even though I that was never really a thing with us. It was for a little bit, like 10 years ago. But I said something like, hey, I just wanted to reach out to you. I happened to stumble across your YouTube page. I didn't stumble across it. You didn't have, like, advertisements or anything. It's not like it was, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was so popular. It's I had, so popular. Or we had, like, 140-something subscribers. We were. Well, that's pretty good, though. Yeah. That's not bad. Anyway. So, I reached out to you, and, like, I I remember looking through your YouTube videos, and I was instantly brought back to 10 years ago when you weren't fully out, and you weren't in a place where you were, where you loved yourself or happy, Mm -hmm. because when you and I left, you were still someone in the closet, 
like somewhat you you were still very controlled by people in your family and I was instantly brought back 10 years so I'm just like damn like has anything really changed like has is anyone checking up on you you didn't look happy you didn't look you just didn't look happy like at all and you looked really upset and depressed and so where were you when I sent that message not in a good place mentally yeah you reached out I reached out I believe I saw the message the next day. I woke up uh-huh. to it. You did? Uh, for some reason or another, I had notifications on Instagram turned off. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even notice that I had a message until I went into my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And when I saw a message, like the little red notification through Instagram, my heart sank. Because I immediately got this gut feeling that it was you. And when I saw it was you, oh my god. First of all. I can't, I can't just react the way I want to, you know? So emotions are flowing, and the first thing I want to do is just respond to you. Yeah. And talk to you, and I can't do that. Yeah. I'm married. Yeah. I knew as soon as I said something, my ex would flip shit. Yeah. Because she knew in her gut how much you meant to me. I thought she would ask questions about you all the time yeah and I was very honest about how big of a part you were were you honest what would you say when she would ask those questions though like because you make it was it a lot was would she ask a lot was it a little she would bring you up often and I really kind of just downplay it yeah see I think it was opposite for me like it was it was thinking about you was hard because how we had left things so such a long time ago but when you were brought up, I tried to make light of it as though it didn't really bother me. How was I brought up? Like with my ex or mm-hmm. I oh. think like uh, uh, there was a couple times where I tried to reach out to you. And like only one of those times is when I, two of those times, this you know, obviously being the last time, but a time before that, when I reached out to you, I brought it up to her. I was like, yeah. And she had, asked, well, she had actually asked about you. And I was like, you know, I don't really know where she's at. And whenever I did happen to reach out to you, 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 that was the time you were just like Maggie stop or something like that. And so I didn't after, but I was scared to talk about you because every time I would talk about you, I was instantly, my, all of my feelings came back Mm -hmm. and that scared me. And it scared me because I just wanted you to come after me. But then also I could have been more forward in in, in times and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think we've learned a lot from there. But it, it was when you were brought up, even with friends, it wasn't always the best thing for many different reasons that we'll get into way later. <laughs> <laughs> but and that's not how it is now. Um, but yeah, so we're we're here and we're on this podcast and we're on this journey of self-love and forgiving ourselves Fucked up. We did fuck up. <laughs> we fucked up really bad. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's every- really not funny. And no, we've been really tough on ourselves, and we've had a lot of private com- conversations, just you and me. We have. Um, we cheated on our wives, and it's never something to joke about. Like we knew that. It's been really. It's been re- a really hard couple of months. For both of us, emotionally and mentally. 
trying to work on forgiving ourselves, but also like, I think for me, the biggest thing is that at first I felt terrible as we both did Mm -hmm. and we still feel bad sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, we messed up really bad. That's why our podcast is called your favorite, (laughs) your your favorite failures. We were going to call it your favorite fuck ups, but we decided to go with a more PG name, but we're working on ourselves a lot and we're trying to figure out how to completely forgive ourselves. I feel like I'm almost there. Like if we're talking in the present time, I feel like I'm almost there. Um, how do you feel with the whole forgiving yourself or how we originally went about things? Um, therapy has helped tremendously. Yes. Go to therapy. It really helps being in therapy I feel like has helped us a lot yeah but I feel like we're jumping ahead we need to go back to okay December all right you want to continue with December yeah. yeah okay okay so I'm laying in bed usually when I wake up in the mornings I'll grab my phone and scroll for a little bit well scrolly look at, scroll look at social media for a little bit mm-hmm. to wake myself up I see that message and immediately I just want to respond, mm-hmm. and I can't. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. me and my ex, we both work from home. Um, we worked in separate bedrooms, so I had to start my whole morning routine. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're sitting in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to start my whole morning routine, and then once we were settled into our work days or whatever, I gathered my thoughts for a few seconds if I remember correctly, and then um, messaged you back. Do you remember what I said back to you? I'm pretty sure I said something like, hey, I'm not okay. You did. You straight up said that you were not in a good place mentally and that you were really depressed and that you kind of didn't want to be here. You Mm -hmm. sort of said that. Mm -hmm. And what I, I think my first response was, and, like, I was really mad. And, like, I even remember talking to my friends about it, to Jell in particular. I was talking to Jell about it, and I was, like, I'm mad about how right I was. Like, nobody was checking in on you and how you were doing. And then you kind of said that. So that, for me, was really hard. I don't, I don't like to be right about shit like that. Like, I really don't. Because it made me really sad. And I'm just like, it might, because from what I saw on the outside is that you were married and you had a kid and you were so happy. Like, that was from the outside. But then I went to watch your videos and then I'm just like, she's not happy. Like, something is off here. Mm -hmm. So that's what went through my head. So, was it immediate that I just was like, I love you? Um. It wasn't. It didn't take long. It didn't take long at all. I'm sure... I don't know if you... I don't think I have the messages on Instagram anymore. But it didn't take long at all for you to say that. I think I waited a couple days before I told my ex that you would reach out to me. And I knew in my gut it was a bad idea. I knew she wouldn't take it well. Um, But... I remember for two days she kept walking in on me crying and I and I just said kept you know telling her it was something else work is stressing me out really bad yeah Um, I'm just having a lot of stress with work that's all and she kept walking in and I'd be crying about it and um 
Why were what were you crying about it? Because you seemed genuinely happy in your life. You had a new house. You were married. Yeah. I was like, damn, I lost her and I'll never get her back. And that's my fault. And yeah. we'll get into that yeah. in another episode. But That could be three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All that was going in my head. Yeah. So. I think the biggest thing, I mean, there's a bunch that I remember, but December wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. But it also feels like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, we're in a September. Lot happened. A lot has happened since then. But Baby, I re- it's almost been a year, though. I know. Isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. That's really crazy. Um, but I remember what? Go ahead. I remember in December, too. It was my dad's birthday mm-hmm. and it, you were not in a good place. And I remember just uh, I remember going outside and talking to you for like 45 minutes. Wait. So before that, the birthday party. Yeah. yeah. Before that, um. A couple of days went by of me and you messaging back and forth, mm-hmm. catching up. Um, I'm pretty sure at that point I had told you how I felt about you. Yeah. And, you know, things, those feelings never went away. Mm-hmm. I just kind of pushed them down. Mm-hmm. Swept them under the rug. As but, I did the same. Um, you weren't reciprocating those feelings at all. You yeah. were very loyal. Um, I think that really hurt too. I wasn't mad or I didn't place blame. Yeah. Any of that. I was just sad, I think. A couple days go by of us messaging from the t- from the time you reached out to me initially. Mm-hmm. And then it had been a couple days of me crying. My ex noticing that I was crying. Constantly yeah. asking me what was going on. And I couldn't take it anymore. I'm not, I don't, I hate keeping secrets. It's too much stress, first of all. And it was just, my emotional load was full. And I I said, I think I texted her because I was so scared. She was in the other room. Yeah. I just kind of texted her and said, Maggie reached out to me strictly to ask me how I'm doing. Um... I may have even told her we wanted to be friends. I don't remember. I don't think you... Uh, you didn't say it just yet. You hadn't said it yet. That came a couple days later. That came after my dad's birthday. Okay. Well, anyways, I told her you had reached out. Yeah. She immediately um, came in the room, and it was not good. She was not happy. Um, what happened? I don't know if I... I don't know if I know this. I believe she immediately reached out to one of our mutual friends... And vented to her about it. And that started a whole domino effect. So, um, she, so she didn't even want to talk to you about it? She did. She came in here. It just wasn't good. Yeah. She called um, She called me a liar. She said this whole time you've been telling me you were crying, stressed out about work, and you've been crying over Maggie. Yeah. Her feelings are valid. Yeah. Now um, they are. You, you gotta also understand, she knew. Yeah what you meant to me yeah and now i'm telling her two days later after i've been in the room crying about it that it was because of you yeah and that's what she knew anyways yeah so i don't remember the exact timeline anymore it's been months now but 
I remember we were in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I basically said, you know, this is the first time I've ever done this. Mm-hmm. I was just like, if Maggie reciprocates feelings and tells me she wants to be with me, I'm leaving you. And I was just, it was very blunt. Yeah. Um, my delivery was very harsh. Yeah. Um, just very straight to the point. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from a place of never doing that before, never asserting myself and just doing what I wanted and doing what everybody else wanted me to do. Yeah. To finally say, no, this is what I want. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. Yeah. It it really I, upset her. I, I hurt her so bad. Yeah. Um, As we both did. She was... She was really upset. She was crying, begging me not to leave. Um, yeah. She was willing to work on whatever she needed to work on in our marriage to make it work. Um. But at the time, you weren't reciprocating those feelings at all. Yeah. Um. I was scared. You were. You had me so convinced that everything was just like picture perfect in y'all's marriage and everything mm-hmm. was going great. You did a good job of that too. Not on YouTube, but, like, on your pictures and stuff. Yeah. You did a good job of that. Mm-hmm. So, I'll let you talk for a minute from that point. So, all of that happened and, like, were we playing Fortnite yet? Had we started playing? We hadn't even started playing that no. yet. Dang. So, like, I knew, I well, I didn't know, like, how deep my feelings were for a while. I would just push that to the side because I'm just like oh you know my life is like why you know oh my life is like I would have to convince myself how good my life was Mm -hmm. and like there was nothing bad like nothing wrong with my life except for like everything that was going on with my dad Mm -hmm. but like there wasn't my marriage it wasn't terrible like nothing was terrible about it but I knew like and you and you said it and like I'm sure I'll be jumping back and forth but I remember you saying you were like I know you know you may be happy but you're not as happy as you could be and so I remember when you said that it like freaked me out like not in like at the time it was in a bad way because I'm just like because I would think I'm like am I really about to sit here and like get a divorce like to be with this girl like am I about to do that sell your house sell my house not really know what my next move was mm-hmm. potentially move back in with my mom mm-hmm. uh be hated by a lot of people or at least i thought i was mm-hmm. going to be hated by a lot of people um and i am i don't know if, if hate is the right word it might be but i am hated by like my ex's family for good reason mm-hmm. um but i i i remember being on the second floor the second floor of the house that I was uh, the second floor of my old house and I was just I would just be sitting on the floor and sometimes I would just like cry and then I would just try to picture my future and I'm just like and you just kept popping into my head and I'm like oh my god like, was this at the time that I didn't know all of this was? this is when you didn't know all this this is when I would just brush it to the side and like and we we teeter-totted those boundaries mm-hmm a lot. A lot. You especially. Yeah, me especially. You, I wanted. I was very upfront with you. Yeah. I was very like just I'm gonna lay it all out there for her and tell her how much she means to me. And yeah. You. You kind of played with my emotions a bit. I did because I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was really scared because I was scared because my life was good and I don't like 
chaos or like disruption but it's mm-hmm. like something I found that I was doing is just playing keeping up with the Joneses like this person would do it so we had to do it this person bought a house so we like you know mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong not all of it was bad but like all the all the like marital problems that I did have a lot of them was not because of you and I knew that my feelings for you were still very strong like even 10 years later and I knew that what we had 10 years ago was really special mm-hmm. and I wanted that I feel like a lot of people doubted that uh, a lot of people did and, doubt that you know, passed it off as old feelings young and yeah a lust or yeah you know we were you were my first yeah girl. yeah so I think people didn't really take it as seriously as it was yeah I think you're right about that. I think that, like, because it wasn't taken seriously long ago, why would they take it seriously now? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a really good conversation with my childhood best friend, Emily, and she was like, Maggie, I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. Why would Stephanie be the same person 10 years ago? Why would you be the same person? This is present day, by the way. Yes, this is present day. So I'm jumping, I'm going to be jumping back and forth. I, I can't know, help it. Just kind of what? Let them know. I know. Let them know who's the real. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that was present day. Going back to December, because a lot happened in December. I was fighting my feelings really hard. I didn't want to admit my feelings to you. Didn't reciprocate, reciprocate anything. No, I feel, I kind of made you go crazy a little bit. Uh-huh. And which wasn't fair. It wasn't fair to you. It wasn't fair to anybody in the situation. But you would say little things. Or yeah. Or even at the time, I think you were sending me like songs. I was sending you songs because. You, and you were confusing me so badly. I know. I remember when I sent you uh, tattoos by Renee mm-hmm. Rapp. You would send me songs. <sighs> My girl. And communicate through music. And we, we even did that up. We did that 10 years ago. Yeah. And we did that even after you reciprocated your feelings yeah we would communicate through music a lot yeah before then you would send me these songs to go listen to and i'm like okay she hasn't said anything to me about the way she feels yeah she seems happy but she's sending me these song lyrics and asking me to listen to it yeah what am i listening for yeah and you asked me that with tattoos yeah, are you throwing me hints? Yeah. I don't think your ex has any tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I really tried to like, I mean, not tried, I did. But that's that was my way of being like, okay, I do I do still have feelings for you. And scaredy cat. I was a scaredy cat. <laughs> I was a big scaredy cat because like, because, I mean, that could be a whole nother episode too but like I I was scared to just like really go after what I want and I was scared to be selfish and and that I don't know if selfish is the right word in that. Selfish is the right word sometimes we need to be a little selfish though. Yeah. We're not living our lives for everybody else we're living our lives for ourselves and I was doing that I was living my life for somebody else Mm -hmm. and I kind of lost myself in the process and I will never forget like when you you said that you needed to call me at my dad's birthday party. So now we're back in December of 22. Yeah. Um, things have gotten pretty rocky with me and my ex. Because you had already told her everything. Yep. I was very blunt, honest, everything. And she would go, 
there was probably what two, three, four instances where she left me here by myself overnight. Yeah. She would go stay with her brother. Mm-hmm. And so I'd, I would be here by myself. Yeah. And mine and my ex's relationship was very codependent. Mm-hmm. I'd never, I've never been alone before in my life until now. I've alone always, being like on I've your always own. had a partner. We've yeah. always worked together. And I've never just had to rely on just myself. And for the first time, I was left alone. And I was in a really dark place. I was having suicidal thoughts. Um, yeah. I, life was just really scary then. And I remember the first time she left, I was... Uh, first of all, I'm scared of the dark. Yeah. <laughs> so. And you live in the country. and yeah, so It's way out here. So I remember I was laying on the couch. I couldn't sleep in the bed in the bedroom because I was too scared to sleep yeah. in there by myself. So I was laying on the couch. Yeah. Me and you had been texting for a little bit, I think. Yeah. Just talking about it. And I actually ended up falling asleep to something on the TV. And you texted me and I woke up and you asked if you could call me, right? Yeah. And I didn't want to talk to you on the phone. No, you, we hadn't talked on the phone yet. I know. We I had only heard texted. Your voice in 10 years. God, I forgot about that. Oh my God. I forget that we hadn't talked mm-hmm. in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, in, I don't remember what exactly was said, but you didn't end up calling me. Um, I did call you. Mm-hmm. And I, I still didn't get the feeling that you were at all interested in that. What you? I don't know if you know this. I don't know if I ever told you, but, like, that night when you were by yourself and, like, you were in a really dark place, like my mom was so pissed she didn't know where i was nobody knew where i was because i had stepped outside to call you i didn't that, know that i know that's what i'm saying i didn't tell you any of that i thought i told you eventually mm-hmm. oh no because it was a, it was the night of my dad's birthday and like people were starting to get there and you and mm-hmm. i were on the phone for like 40 minutes but i felt like i couldn't leave because you were in such a dark place like i felt like i had to go talk to you mm-hmm. and i wanted to were you with your ex then yeah i was and she was inside and I was outside. She knew you were on the phone with me? She did, yes. And I told her because at the time I was just like, because it was true, you were in a really dark place and your ex had left and it was just you by your by yourself mm-hmm. and you were in a, you just, you were in a really dark place. And so you and I were talking and like, I was getting, I was getting so much shit and I felt like I was like trying to rush you off and I felt really bad because I didn't want you to feel like I didn't care about what you were going through because mm-hmm. I did. But, I remember when I heard your when I heard your voice, my heart dropped. Like it really I'm did. I'm sure you heard my sleepy voice because you woke me up. I did, but I was worried about you, and you weren't responding back to my text, and I was really worried. But we talked for a while, and we you cried, and like I remember standing in the middle of the street because I was literally quite literally standing in the middle of the street. I was pacing and I was sweating, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to tell you that like it was going to be okay, and that like we can just be friends, and I'll uh, be here every for time you. I heard that it never got any easier. I know. Well, because I felt like the more I, the more I said it, the easier would like I'd actually be able to do it, you mm-hmm. know. But that was never the case. I could never actually do that. Or ever actually be friends. So outside pacing. um, And I remember going back inside and telling my ex like that you were just not in a good place. And and you weren't like. And 
that kind of sucked for me. No, I was consistently having suicidal thoughts, like really dark thoughts. And I felt like a part of me felt like I needed to like fix that. But also what you needed more than anything was just somebody to be there. Mm -hmm. And you were there for me a lot. and And I was also there for you a lot that day and like even the days following too Mm -hmm. and you're a really good listener like you really are you pay attention and that's one of the things that I love about you and with everything that was going on with my dad especially after my dad's birthday because that was a that was the last time that all of my dad's siblings were together Mm -hmm. I mean we had like 40 to 50 people over there for his birthday and you know, it was a happy celebration, but I think I was also stressed and whatnot. But you were there for me more than you know, still during that time, too. And I don't know if I ever said thank you, but thank you, babe, for being there. I'm sure you have. You're welcome.